Um, you know, I definitely want to talk about Boxing After Dark. Um, but before that, I'd like to bring back Boxing After Dark. I'd like someone to give me a series where I could go out there and I'll go to every promoter that's not named Eddie or Bob or, or Al. And I'll go to every promoter to make the best fights and see what I can do. Give me a Boxing After Dark series on some network or some streaming service and see what I can do with a fraction of the money that's being spent right now. Yeah, and Lou, maybe give like the people watching that maybe aren't overly familiar with Boxing After Dark and really what it brought. You know, it brought before Boxing After and, Dark, before yeah. Boxing After Dark, you didn't see featherweights on TV. Forget about flyweights. Forget about the little guys. Boxing After Dark opened the doors for all the lower weight classes. It also opened the doors for fighters that were undefeated or, or just top level guys, even if they had a loss or two who were willing to fight each other, where we could get the big, the, the, the matchups that every matchup for years by boxing after dark in the nineties was a competitive matchup. Literally you had upsets all over the place. You had world war threes all over the place. I mean, guys like Kevin Kelly, Marco Antonio Barrera, Kennedy McKinney, junior Jones, Orlando Canizales, um, Nassim Hamed. I mean, all these guys yeah. had, you know, danced through Boxing After Dark at some point. And Boxing After Dark built a lot of stars. Arturo Gatti was probably the biggest star of Boxing After Dark over its years of a run. Um, you know, I, I'm very proud of, of Boxing After Dark, and it's sad to me that HBO's out of the business. I, I actually tried to reach out to HBO in the last six months during this pandemic to see if they would let me acquire the name to try to take a series elsewhere if they didn't want to do it. But uh, I didn't get much of an answer. Yeah.